What's good, everybody? What's good? It's your boy Rob D, aka Rob Diggy, BKA Rob D, and the place to be with what we are going to be calling the Diggy A2 exclusive playlist, where we get to talk about uh strong contributors to the hip-hop culture. And we're going down south today to Houston, Texas, and I'm gonna have a conversation with Lil Kiki. Now, if you're not familiar with Lil Kiki, he is a huge staple in southern hip-hop from way back into the 90s uh, i've been kiki probably don't know this though but the first time i heard kiki was on a song called 25 lighters he probably like dang man that was my joint kiki that was my joint 25 lighters with him uh rest in peace to uh our boy our homeboy fat pat and uh dj dmd when i saw that and i heard that that flip on albie shore i was like yo that shit is hot like i'm feeling this shit right here so uh fast forward a couple years later I heard him on Chuck Up the Deuce with UGK and Paul Wall, and he's done a lot of other things outside of that. Um, his contribution to hip hop is unmatched. He has been in the game for 25 years, and he is a Houston legend. Mr. 713 himself, ladies and gentlemen, is in the building with me uh, to hang out and talk about uh, life, uh, hip hop, and his new album that's coming out uh today so when you all are watching this today today should be uh february 11th this album drops today you all go stream that go find it get your hands on it stream it uh 16 tracks of excellence uh we're gonna have kiki come on and talk to us about that um here momentarily before we get into the interview actually i want to remind you all make sure you go out to digate2.com uh, go visit us go stream us go subscribe to the channel make sure you support the movement uh we're trying to keep this thing moving and get everybody a chance to get on and shine but without Further ado, let me introduce to you all uh, Marcus Edwards, otherwise known as Lil Kiki. He is in the building with us, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to bring him in real quick. Lil Kiki, my brother, was good. Talk to the folks, man. What's happening, big bro? What's happening? It's an honor. It's a privilege. Anytime I get a chance to step out with somebody and speak about my career, it's an honor and a privilege. Thank you for having me today. Man, for sure, man. You being too humble, man. You a legend, dog. You a goddamn legend, man. I'm talking to a legend right here, man. This That's is crazy. That's how you stay around. That's how you stay around. You got to be on my. I'm just as I'm just as appreciative of y'all having me here to discuss my career 25 years later, just as much as y'all paying homage. I got that much, um, you know, gratitude and respect for what y'all do too. Man. Love, man. Love, love, bro. So let's let's just go ahead and jump right into it, Kiki. I want to talk about your relationship with hip hop. Um, and what I mean by that is what is what got you into hip hop music or who were some of your early influences to get you to do your craft? Well, my early influence was um, I'm an OG cat. So I grew up on um, my first music was um, East Coast music where as far as Run DMC and I used to love LL Cool J and Fat Boys and Eric B and Rakim. Yeah. EMD. I grew up on that music first and that was really important for me like in middle school because that was the first music that I heard that we had to try to remember how to recite. It, it, if you can recite Peter Piper, Pick Pepper, Run, Rock, Run, that meant something at our age. And then as time progressed, I kind of got into the West Coast music, the more profanity and Easy e and NWA. And those are my early influences. So when I did get my chance to start digging around with hip hop a little bit, and we started getting influenced by Screw and doing what we do, even after that, my influence that I want to make, my relationship that I want to make with hip hop was being an ambassador from Texas. We didn't really have, um, you know, Scarface was 
great, huge, and big. But I'm saying from an underground standpoint, everything was about the East Coast and the West Coast. Mm -hmm. So my album, my first album was called Don't Mess With Texas. And the statement behind that was being an ambassador for Texas and making sure that when people was telling me don't name it that and move here and go here, I just wanted to stand up for the city. So my relationship with hip-hop has always been about making sure that Texas had an opportunity to be known as stars, man. And um, I'm still at that same mission right now. Already, man. I remember I remember that South Side joint. Come on, man. I know I know all about that, man. I'm a, I'm a fan family. And, uh, man, just listening to you, your maturation process from where you started to where you are, where you're going. Uh, we're definitely going to get into that a little bit more. But you mentioned something about the screwed up click. Um, and to, to just give the audience a little bit of context, the screwed up click was a collective of artists in Houston uh, or in the Houston area. And I'm going to uh, name off some of those original members. Uh, Kiki, if I miss anybody, let me know. Uh, but, you know, a shout out to DJ Screw, AID, Big Mo, Big Hawk, Botany Boys, Fat Pat, K, uh, KK, Mike D, uh, Lil O, ESG, who is accredited for the uh, uh, actual chopped and screwed style as what ESG was uh, mainly known for. Uh, before we get into that even further on, though, my brother, is I want to give a quick rest in peace to, of course, DJ Screw, uh, Big Hawk, Big Mo, Gator, and Fat Pat, for sure, man. Brother lost their life too early. Um, just to, 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 to the cause and everything like that. Did I, did I miss anybody, my good sir? Did I miss anybody? Um, you know, we got cats, you know, it's, it's, we're extended family. So you got people like Mafio and three, two. Okay. And, uh, okay. you know, guys like that who have passed away too, but the screwed yeah. up click, it started early with me, fat pad and screw. That was going to be kind of sort of like the original, you know, like I say, it was sort of like a run DMC yeah. thing. Yeah, and uh, the DJ and the rappers, and then as people start growing along, as the mixtape movement started happening, and um, you know, other rappers started to come. Big Pokey, yeah, uh, yeah, um, 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 Big Mo, and and people started to come along, and these people started to become stars from the mixtape movement. Yeah, but um, uh, I was there early. I was one of the first, first, first ones that I started like ninety three, ninety four as a kid. And um, I got my first big break in 96 with Pimp the Pen on, on 3 in the morning. And we kind of took off that. But before then, I had so many legendary screw tapes, a lot of screw tapes, a lot of samples, and a lot of songs that y'all hear today from yeah. a lot of There's a lot of my samples from my freestyles. And um, I was one of the first, first originals, man, to, from the culture of even bringing this about this drinking and smoking and riding and and the screwed up click, we just grew. And there's a lot of people that you hear claim the screwed up click because it was a family thing. Also, you got people who were close to screw. Like I heard you saying Depot and different people yeah. like that. These group partners and stuff like that. They weren't right. actual entertainers or rappers that came big rappers like us, but they were intertwined into that big circle of family of making that culture come up. So you're here. But from a, I always tell people not the screwed up click family, but the screwed up click side from an entertainment or a rap standpoint. Me, Pokey, Hulk, Mike D, um, um, KK, yeah, different stuff like that. Those were the rappers. So, yeah, yeah. we started, and, and when the independent game first took off, we were doing crazy numbers, man. 50,000 the first week, 100,000 on tapes. I actually done 40,000 the first week on my tape. That's still a record here from an independent standpoint. And uh, years later, we've done millions independent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And our money, our movement, and the screwed up click and our era. It's transferred from era from every era, from from vinyl to cassette to to CD to streaming. 
all the way to NFT, if that's what it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm, I'm just proud to be here 25 years later and still representing that particular cause for my fellas that not here to be able to represent it like me. That's what's up, man. And, and, and you know, what's what's crazy about that when, when you're saying that, um, you know, you have people that were a part of Screwed Up Click. You had affiliates, then you had the Swisher House team, who was also kind of like a conglomerate. So it's like it's just like a, a movement, like a Houston movement. Like, like, I'm not right. trying to leave out anybody or and I, I, we were just speaking early Screwed Up Click. Yeah, 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 yeah. correct, got, correct. We got Grace, we got Los, and then these people are early and with us, too, and Zero and Trey's and there's a lot of people in the family. But I was just speaking of my early days. I got there in 92, 93, and I beat, I tell people all the time, I beat everybody there. It wasn't nobody there when I got there. You know what I'm saying? So I watched all these people come, and uh, except for Fat Pat, me and Fat Pat, we were kind of there at the same time. And um, yeah. we watched this thing grow, and it's, it's a beautiful thing, man. Sometimes, man, you know, we don't get as much recognition or, or as much praise or props that we probably should. But the culture of Houston rap, was built on what we did with those mixtapes. Yeah, man, the mixtape game was strong. I think it was strong across the South, even, man. Like, I live in Atlanta, Georgia, so, yeah, the mixtape game was mean uh, in them early 90s and the 2000s, man. So, yeah, I, man, shout out to the to the, to the mix game game and, and that importance of the mixtape to get your word out there or you selling mixtape out the back of your car or whatever you had to do to get your hustle on. You know what I'm saying? People were doing that. And that takes me to my next um, question for you. Kiki, and that's the maturation process. So I want to talk about if you were to go back, let's say 25, 25, you know, 20, 25 years to your old self, what would you tell your old self about the process that you were getting ready to go down? Or would you give your old self some advice um, about what to look out for? Um, I would just tell myself, man, sometimes when you when you when you have a lot of talent, when you're extremely talent, you tend to put off. And the only thing that I would tell myself from earlier was don't put off today for tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of things that I got done tomorrow that I probably that I, that I could have got done today. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like that now. You know what I'm saying? I'm real. I'm on to it. So and that just comes with maturity because um, I wouldn't go back and use money or anything like that because I had to mature into everything that I got right now. The money that I have now, the, the credibility I have now, the relationships I have now, I wasn't even prepared for them. Yeah. Young. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'd have had this money young, I'd have blew it, I'd have smoked it, out of whatever it was. was. So right. just mature enough to understand that. So if I had to go back, I would just well, put more attention to detail based on go for it while it's that you this game is it's not always promised. And sometimes, you know, when you're young and you're doing it, you just think you have so much time. And I tell people all the time, I tell young cats, hey man, you can be 20, 30, then 40 real fast. Mm-hmm. Real fast. I got young cats, man, that used to call me OG and all this 10 years ago. And I see them now. I tell them 10 years to fast. Now you OG now. now you the OG. Yeah. yeah. Saying, but the difference be between your OG and my OG. What have you done in that span? In yeah. the span of becoming an OG, I done done a thousand things and still yeah. going. So that's the only thing that I would probably go back from a maturity standpoint would be to, hey, man, take advantage of every opportunity as it presents itself. Yeah. You know, God has blessed me to continue to get more opportunities later, but it's just things that I wish I would have. Cause with that being said, I got no regrets. You can't get here without the rest of it. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? This doesn't happen if this doesn't happen. I just know that. And I tell that the young artists take advantage of the opportunity as they present themselves in your face. That's it. 
Yeah. And one of the things that you mentioned uh, in one of the interviews I caught was sometimes you can influence the culture and not be a rapper, right? Everybody wants to be a rapper. There's 10 million rappers out there in the world. Okay, got it. There are other ways, ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching this, if you're an artist, if you are a podcaster, if you are a news uh, reporter, there's so many different ways to influence the culture. And you spoke about that when I saw your interview, uh, Kiki. So I appreciate that because um, what that does is it, it, it limits yourself. So you get out there, you get booed off stage at a, at a show. You're like, damn, man, like, I can't I can't rap. Let me pivot. Let me do something else. Let me be a manager. Let me be a, a, a you know, a, a PR agent. There's so many different ways yeah. to influence the culture, man. So I love the way you put that in that interview that I saw the other day, man. So I, I want to just get your take on that real quick before you move on uh, to the next question. And that is, you know, mainly what are other ways that young artists that are watching this right now that aspire to be a rapper, you know, hit that glass ceiling and then it can't go anywhere else. What would you advise them to do? See, um, that's not a conversation that I'm trying to tell people, like, give up on your dream or yeah. soon as it don't Back. go. Now, that's not what I'm saying. It's just a lot of people, man, that they love the attention and the flair that goes with the person that's getting all the accolades yeah. and all the story, which is most of the time the rapper or the entertainer. But they can contribute so many other ways to the cause and get just as much as money or just, it depends on what you have. You can make money, be invested, but people don't see that sometimes. Everybody just think that they supposed to come in and man and get the instant gratification that comes yeah. with, you know, yeah. Yeah. and I'm just telling somebody having a conversation, man, sometimes, man, you can be going out your way and spending and doing something. This might not even be the lane for you. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you could be in this particular space, but you could be doing the wrong thing. Why don't you take your money and really find the right rapper or promote or podcast or do whatever, invent whatever it is. And if sometimes you have to identify if this is for you or not for your own self before Absolutely. people can tell you. And you know, hey man, it, you can go right now in the backyard and pick up a basketball and dribble it for 30, 40 minutes and you already know that you're not supposed to be doing this professionally. <laughs> no type of way. You know this here. Yeah. That's not... <laughs> Don't practice it every day that you're not going to eventually hit a few shots. But are you ready to be dedicated to, to the point yeah. of giving all your other dreams and aspirations to do this? Yeah. And people don't think about that sometimes. Yeah, that sacrifice, man. You talk about sacrifice. You're speaking right into that sacrifice. Are you willing to sacrifice, you know, hanging out with your boys or, or hanging out time with your girl for the craft, for the cause? Not a lot of people can handle that. So that that's 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 that's. That's good advice, my, my big bro. And um, the other thing I want to mention about that is, you know, when we talk about, um, you know, your 25 years in the game and you've done so much music over those 25 years, you know, you met a lot of stars and superstars along the way. So who is a collaboration that you missed in the past and what's a collaboration you want to do now? Um, Really, man, to be honest, man, like I'm a, I don't, as time passed, you know, like I'm a, I'm a cat that's from a different type of era. So I was a cat that missed my times with ice cubes and, yeah. you know, and the people like that, because I really looked up to these people as lyricists from the back of the game. And as far as moving on, man, like I do something with anybody, little babies or any of them, because I like to show that I like to move along with time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't never have no, uh, um, Man, I'm gonna miss this one. Hey, man, I wanna do. I wanna. I wanna deal with the the next Jack Harlow little baby in 2025, if that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. When I see, 
You know what I'm yeah. saying? Now, as far as back in the game, you know, Jay-Z, Dr. Dre, <laughs> Ice Cube, too. I wish I could do any of that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? <laughs> but, but moving along forward, I'm just like, man, whatever. Because I'm willing to work with anything that keeps the progress moving in music. Like, you know, like I told somebody the other day, man, I like Jada Kissing. Not, I was saying this before what happened at the verses. I was just saying, yeah. you know, I kind of consider him sort of like me a person with a lot of big recognition way yet and should be you know bigger than what he is maybe in the mass so i always am like man i would want to do a song but and i tell people this all the time look what the game how the gods of the game blessed him man it seemed like they he got all his just do in one night yeah everything that the game owed him you know what i'm saying everything that the game owed him everything what what he did on that verses that night and the way he presented himself, that's the that's the Jada kiss that we've been new and and all the accolades that went with that after that is what he deserved. Absolutely. And I just I feel the same way about me, man. I just keep rolling, man. I don't think I'm gonna miss nothing because I'm a spiritual guy. So I don't think yeah. I'm gonna miss nothing that God gonna intend. Man, I I picked up more accolades later in my career yeah. than probably young because they meant more to me and I matured in how to handle them. A little different now. So if I had to do anything, it'd be something like a Jada Kiss or something by similar to me. Mm. And as far as the young mm. cats, hey man, any of them, I love them all. <laughs> Gunners, I'm in the car listening to Gunner right now. I got hey hey, man, I, hey hey, don't sleep on Gunner. That new album's fire, man. Don't don't, don't sleep on Gunner, man. That new album's fire. I got young kids, man. <laughs> I got teenagers, man. You know they go, they put me on the young game. Man, yeah, I, man. <laughs> that's what keep you young, man. Your kids keep you young, you know. What I mean? love, that's what I'm jamming right now. <laughs> hey, man, that's what's up, man. So, talk to me, Kiki, about this new album you about to drop on us today, man. February 11th, when you all are watching this, February 11th is when Kiki is dropping the, uh, the legend album, 16 tracks of greatness. He's got some legends on there, he's got some uh. Different collaborations is going to a couple different areas. I'm gonna name off a couple of names, Kiki, just for uh, a context for the for uh, for those of y'all that want to go out there and support this brother, buy this man's music. I mean, we talk about Big Crit, we talk about Bun B, Slim Thug, Trey the Truth, Paul Wall, Juicy J, and that's just to name a few. I didn't even name everybody on the album. So talk to me about the album, man. Talking about these singles you got out right now, the build buzz for it. Uh, what's the album feel like? And I want to talk to you about the last track on the album, which is called, I want to say it was S-U-C. S-U-C was the last track on the track listing. So I want to talk about that in particular, because that has a lot of the collectives um, on there. But what can the fans get from this album, this body of work that you're about to put out? I got to, don't mess with Texas feel about it. Okay. You know, what I mean by that is I worked on it like that. Yeah, I'm real big on God gonna bless your effort. You know, whatever type of effort you put into. So I put a great effort into it, man. I start digging more back into my roots, man, of reaching out to people that I know, yeah. that love who I am, that key, man, when we're gonna do some music and I tell them that we're gonna do it all the time and I don't, and that's from a producer standpoint. And these are people that want to work with me. And I'm like, man, I need to reach out to some of these people sometime. And they was excited to get it done. But this album is more about, it's not a track list, it's a soundtrack. Man, if you notice over my last few albums, what I try to do, I, I just remember, man, that that I couldn't get these bigger artists when I was young, right? Mm -hmm. So when I catch younger artists, I started this with Self Made 2 and, a, and, and right. another When I started, I wanted to reach out to artists and make them 
when they when they rapping and they feel like we couldn't get yeah you can you can get the key you can get this and so i always do my albums and make sure that the younger cats i'm giving them an opportunity to be around something big because sometimes they feel like man these cats ain't reaching back or we can't get to the two chains or the bigger artists so yeah. i know i so i always want to reach back and put people on my album and man this is the texas soundtrack i feel like I started with We From Texas because it was very important for me to get Texas back excited. Longview, Tyler, Beaumont, Port Arthur, Houston, Dallas, San Antonio. Let's get back excited. We love Georgia. We praise them to death. We love Florida. We praise them to death. Let's get back excited about Texas music and the way we brought this culture and how we, and it worked perfectly. We went, we did a music and fired some two week, a week and a half. And we from Texas, so I put the legends on that with me, Slim Thug Zero, and then I slid a sauce walk in there. Yeah. To, to throw the balance off and really get the hype up and yeah. really get tripping and really and it worked out perfectly. So the album is more about I'm gonna let y'all hear Texas. Now we got other now I got the Juicy J's and the big crits and on here, but man, I brought out the legends from Texas, man, the Tobies, the new legends, Tobies, the DJ Choses. Yeah, Bun, Martina Marie. I got the OGs, Devin, Bun, um, Slim, Roe, Jack Freeman, and it's produced well. Mr. Lee, Juicy J, Big Crit, DJ. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And Justice League, like, from what I remember you saying the other day, Justice League got production on oh, there, brother. Thing. Like, I said, man, man, yeah. <laughs> I said, man, I got to check this out. I want to give a shout out real quick to Slim Thug, man. He talked about on a uh, you know, when he talked about the song on uh, We From Texas, said Texas uh, Texas tatted on my arm, Houston tatted on my back. I said, yeah, that's yeah, what I want to hear. I want to hear that shit, man. I want to hear that. Like, that's hey, that's that gritty shit, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I was like, yeah. It's a very diverse album, what yeah. I mean by that. Um, like, I got a track on here with um, me, Crit, Toby, and Bun B. Different. Oof. Real, real different. Oof. Real different. Fire, man. That's fire, man. <laughs> So my last question, Kiki, is probably the one, of, one of the most important questions, and that's about legacy. Talk to me about when you're done with the entertainment game, what do you want your legacy to look like? And let me premise this a little bit about what you've already done. So if you guys are not familiar with what little Kiki has done for the city of Houston, this man has done a lot for the city of Houston in particular. The man is Mrs. 713 for a particular reason, for how much he gives back to the community. The mayor granted him 713, which is the area code, but also, if I remember correctly, Lou Kiki, remind me if I'm uh, incorrect, that you did a festival on July 13th to celebrate 713 with your uh, being uh, crowned Mr. 713 from the mayor. So just with that in itself, um, just gives uh, talks to your character, how you want to give back, but it also leaves you a legacy behind. What do you want your legacy to look like, man, when you're done? with the microphone, man. When you're done with this entertainment business, what do you want to sit around and, you know, look at your kids and your grandkids and like, what do you want, what do you want that to feel like, bro? I want it to look like a model of consistency. A model of, I, I, I want, I want to be, if, if, if never gave up was a person, I want them to put my face up in there. Yeah. If never, hey man, because this game is very challenging and people tell them, hey, listen, man, it's 25 years late. I never had a job. I never wanted for anything. I'm blessed. And I tell people, man, let me tell you some of the most important things. I, mean, I don't have to do this no more. If it's, if it's over today, I'm good. I can live exactly how I'm living. God has blessed me. I'm great. But this is what I tell my kids. Throughout that, man, I was still able to be a father, a son. 
you know, all these different things that I see. You know what I'm saying? Like I tell people this, man, all I've been around the world. I've been out of performed in Japan, had my own tour. I've been everywhere. I could have done all types of things. And I was still able to catch every football game my son had. I was still able to catch every Christmas program. So I, it's more things that's more important to me. Um, I, 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 I did five, four, three to four to five million albums um, independent the hard way. I'm mm-hmm. talking about from a cassette to a CD to a vinyl to a street, whatever it took. <laughs> and when I got to my older age, man, I was like, man, how can I do 100,000? I stopped trying to do one CD. If it took four CDs to do 100,000. That's what I did. If it took two to do 50. And, man, I just want people to remember my career and my legacy as a model of consistency. I had so many times to give up yeah. and just let it go, man. Man, I'm on this legend. Man, I got 50, 60 CDs, man, on iTunes, man, uh, in my catalog. So legend is just a time where I wanted to. And, man, you got to be – you got to you gotta pull that shirt to the side to make an album called Legend and get it embraced by your fan. Legend what? Legend. I really feel like, man, I put in the work to get it done. And legend means to me I'm the person that takes the, the criticism, the ridicule, the heat, the drama, my whole career. Screw the click this. They ain't this, they ain't that. I take all the derogatory comments. That's why I'm able to stand up for and get embraced when they, you're a legend, you're this, you're that. I can embrace both because I've embraced both sides of it. So yeah. that's that, that. that's my thing about the people. I took the good with the bad. I stayed down, and I was a model of consistency, which means I'm still at it. I'm still consistent, never giving up, man, and just doing what I do. My story is still in play. I tell people, man, my story ain't finished yet. That's why I ain't telling the book. I got a book on the way. So I'm working, man. I'm working. That's what's Legend. up, man. That's what's up. And one of the things I want to leave uh, the audience with is uh, Ice Cube said one time is as long as you got a tongue, you can rap. So what that basically means is as long as you've got the passion, no matter what age you are, no matter where you at in life, you got the passion and you got something to say, get it out there, well, man. Just, just what get I, out there. Know I, mean? I use in the Southern way where we say, hey, man, if you jamming, you jam. Yeah. You know, if yeah. you ain't, and I'm telling you, I'm jamming. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, that, and that's the kind of music that I make. I still make music. I make the music for feel good, man. Make people, you know, um, um, you're riding on Sunday. But this is a little bit more than slab music, of course. I got the slab feeling now, but yeah. I got my overall, man, um, just a great package of music, man. And I'm used to doing about 11 or 12 songs. I went ahead on this 16, so I wouldn't forget nobody. And like you say, for the last song, which was the SUC song, yeah. man, I wanted, I really wanted it longer. You know oh, what I'm saying? Okay. But, okay. but I wanted to add more people. On, but man, when you get wrapped up in that, you doing it, man. I, 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 so I got Mike D, Lil O, um, Lowe's, um, SUC Lowe's. That's great, okay. brother. Okay. Um, I got Lowe's, um, and, and that's what I wanted to do, man. Do some music and give people some opportunities that hadn't been been able. Me and Lil O had done music. Wow, yeah. I got on the project. He got on mine. Big Pokey on that same track. Flip on that same track. Flip. And yeah. yeah, mixed it up real different. I was gonna put Roe on there too and add some more, but I got Roe on two other songs on the album. Yeah. He's on Texas, which was real big. And then I got him on the um about the third, the second or third song on the album too, called Street Dreams. Real a big banger. Yeah. Well, I, t- I tell you what, little Kiki, I got the track list in front of me. I'm gonna buy the, the damn album when it's out. 
I encourage everybody. Well, I, let me let me rephrase that. I implore everybody who's watching this right now, go out there, go to iTunes, go to Amazon Music, wherever you can get your hands on this album, on this project, um, and listen to the Legend album. I can't wait for it to drop. The two singles is hot already. It's already sizzling. So he already got the he already got the pot sizzling already with the singles that's out, man. But y'all go out there support this brother, man. He's been doing it for years, and he's continuing to do it and pushing the hip hop culture forward just like we need an OG to do man so with that being said little Kiki we come to the shout out portion of the show so the floor is yours my good sir who you want to shout out my good sir I want to shout, shout out, out homie I want to shout out to the people that rarely get to get shouted out shout out to Bruce Bain shout out to James Hoover shout out to Michael Wide. those are the people who mix and master the album shout out to Mike Frost he did the cover to the album. Shout out to Latoria, my publishers, and shout out to So South and my family and the people who self-made 713, my team, and the people who put in the ground. The producers and the rappers, we're going to get all the glory when the album comes out. Yeah. We're going to continue to pray. But the people behind the scenes and um, Bashari, the people, Awakened Visions, people who doing camera work for me, and the podcasters and the DJs and the bloggers and the people who always continue to push my narrative that it's a legend here shout out to y'all man and i really appreciate y'all what y'all do sometimes y'all get mentioned second behind the artists and the, for me this year i'm dedicating this album to the people who make the thing work the fans and the people who really push the narrative for me to be where i need to be man that's what's up man well well said brother my shout outs are short shout out to you little kiki uh for coming on the platform man a, a legend starting off our exclusive uh playlist so uh definitely you guys go out there support this brother what he's doing uh and has done in the past so don't don't start if, if you want to get a a story on little kiki they'll start in the past with with 25 lighters and and, and uh south side go back to that and then work your way up if you really want the complete story of what this man the body of work looks like you know what i'm saying so uh shout out to you little kiki man shout out to your team your movement shout out to our pr leslie for putting this together Shout out to my wife, uh, Miss Connected Dots, Jessica. Shout out to my family, my kids, my grandkids. But little Kiki, I need a favor. What you need? My daughter and my son-in-law, uh, Sylvia and Daniel Torres, are huge fans of yours. And when I told them I was going to interview you, they were so excited. They were playing your music in their house. So I need a favor. If you could do me an honor, sir, a shout out my 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 daughter and my son-in-law, Sylvia and Daniel Torres, with a short message. They live in San Antonio. They're a big fan. It would mean a lot to me and, and, to, and to the fan, brother. If you could take a couple of minutes for me, family. Sylvia and Daniel Torres, I appreciate y'all. I, I just I love support from all over. Your man, he showed me a great time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure he get with my publicist, and I'm going to send y'all a T-shirt, man, for the album. I'm going to send you a T-shirt for the album. Send me your size. Get that to me. We're going to send you a box first class from Self Made 713. San Antonio, stand up. Y'all get ready. I will be down there probably in about two or three weeks. We're setting okay. the tour. I'm doing the Texas tour. Getting ready to come through there. So thank you, Sylvia and Daniel Torres. Big salute from Lil Kiki. Thanks. Man, I appreciate it. That's love. That's, that's love, man. And that means a lot to me. Lil Kiki, much love and success all that you can handle in your future, man. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all that I have. I present to you little Kiki on our first order of uh, exclusive. Y'all stay, stay safe, stay humble, stay hip-hop. All right, one double zero, man. Peace.